0: Uh, I've loved getting to learn from you and, and the way that you teach shooting over the years. So with, with individuals or even with a team aspect, how would you teach shooting confidence to your players?
1: Ooh, so two, two answers to that as well. And then a bunch of sub points. This is just how my mind works. I'm organizing <laughs> uh So first, and you know, this because you've taught it as well. Um, the number one place that confidence comes from is the work, the craft. and that's an arbitrary number. The vast majority of players that aren't confident just shouldn't be yet because they haven't done the work and they haven't done the work in the right way. Because here's here's another thing that players, coaches, parents, you all have to understand. You understand this. Just putting in hours doesn't equal doing the work, right? Just being in the gym, shooting around. The work is working on your craft in such a way that there's going to be transfer over to the game. I want to go deeper into how of that, um, but before I do, I just want to go to the second place confidence comes from, and this is for the, the players that have done the work in the right way, and that is thinking about what you think about. Um, I am going to come back to how to do the work, but let me just dive into this a little bit. Uh, my dad's a professional golfer. Um, he's 65 years old. He is coming off of a back injury that has kept him out of golf for the last month. And it's been very, very hard for him. He's wondering if he's ever going to compete at a high level again. Mm. He's played on the PGA Tour, the Champions Tour. And it's, it, it was very, very painful for him emotionally. And it wrecked his confidence. He's done the work in wow. the right way. Um, because he had to walk off his last two tournaments because he, he couldn't swing. Um, he could not swing. And he's like, is this it? I'm 65 years old. Is this it for me? Is, is this the end? Do I have it anymore? Will I ever be able to compete? Because he still plays in in the young pro tournaments as well as the senior tournaments. And he was wondering if he's ever going to be able to compete again. He, over the past month, has been having a significant crisis of confidence. And for anyone that's ever had a significant crisis of confidence, you know that it ruins your whole life. It's all you can think about. You can't function. Your relationships suffer, right? We know this. Yeah, we no doubt. This.
0: Even in, yeah, in coaching, I mean, yeah, it's amazing. my wife I can always tell when uh, either I'm confident or I feel like we're moving in the right direction just by how I'm hanging out at home all day. So yeah.
1: You're exactly right. And so, So I got to caddy for him in the Washington Open over the past three days. We just finished yesterday, actually. Nice. Um, and this was his first tournament back, um, seeing if he could even play 18 holes, After going through this crisis of confidence, very emotional leading up to it, because this is it, right? And so I've caddied for him, and the entire tournament, he was talking to himself, walking down the fairway. This is who you are. This is what you do. You've been preparing your whole life for this. This is who I am. This is what he just saying it over and over to himself. 65 year old guy. So he was able to play through it. Um, going into the last day, he was five shots back of the leader. Um, tied for second place, actually, but this guy was just crushing it. Um, and then yesterday, he bogeyed his first two holes, went seven shots back from the leader after the first two holes. And I'm there right with him. Crisis of confidence, Mm. like that. He's like, "Uh "Oh, I I don't have it anymore. I don't have it anymore." Right, and he's he's feeling nervous, and so he started to think. He's like, "No, those thoughts are not going to serve me." Took Mm. them captive, literally put them in a cage, and he said, "Tyler, you need to say these things to me in between every single shot. Relax your body to relax your mind. This is who you are. This is who you are. You can do this. Stay target." Right. So I'm saying it to him. Over the course of the round, he then went. Well, it went eight under from that point. Finished six under. Ended up winning the Washington Open, beating a twenty-nine-year-old pro by uh, by two shots. That's incredible. um, All because,
0: all because of you, man. All because you were there. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) But like, but like, but like, like, he knows, right? Yeah. Think
1: about what you're thinking about. He's he's a guy that has done the work, right? And so, like, but but even someone that's done the work. You've got to think about what you're thinking. It shows how delicate it is, and
0: how much you really have to fight, fight for the confidence. But there' big distinction that you said. And the the question I asked, okay, nobody's answered it incorrectly yet. So, and I'm not trying to ever trick anybody, but yeah, how do you teach shooting confidence? Well, first, you can't, like, you can't give them confidence because every player will know if when they look in the mirror, like, you can't lie to yourself all the way through. I know that I don't have the right to be confident. So yeah, you're, you're right on the money, right step. But then it's amazing how, yeah, all of that experience, everything he's done, and he still has to fight through the same things that high school players, college players, NBA players, high school coaches call it. We all have to do that daily, that positive self-talk.
1: Yeah, it does not go away. I mean, I've, I've gotten to have some, I know this about nearly every pro, but there's an NBA player that has been in and out of the league over the past three years, has, has been at the top of the top and has uh has gotten cut from teams and i've had insight struggles with confidence daily and that's not that's not that's the norm that is the yeah. absolute norm and so i guess like it's okay it's just okay it's it's a fight um but you but you, you got to keep fighting um if i go quick matt can i go back to because this is where 90 percent of players are can i go back to the work the craft absolutely all right, cool. I'm going to give four things. And so, so I, I teach this as a shooting system. It's called the Savvy Shooting System. Savvy, Wisdom, Cleverness, Intelligence, right? But it's spelled S-A-V-I. And, and that's all the systems I'm rolling out are, are savvy systems. Um, it's savvy shooting. And it's four things that are required to do the work right to actually gain confidence in shooting in a real game. And that's the thing. I think that too many shooting coaches, too many coaches in general, focus on getting practice makes. Getting practice makes. And players and coaches feel good when they get practice makes. Yeah. And I think what we've both observed is there's some shooters that are always just practice makers. And I think a lot of that comes back to the training. Um and I'm also going to say this to preface it, if we're talking about teaching shooting in such a way that it's going to and learning shooting in such a way that's going to actually be transferable uh, to a game. I don't want a shooter that shoots a high percentage on two shots a game. I do not want that shooter. I have no interest in that player as a shooter, as a coach. And as a player, I wouldn't be interested in being that player. Like, you're not a shooter if you're only shooting two threes a game, in my opinion, in my opinion. And so I think think that we have to completely change the focus of shooting. It's not just making, it's volume. So, like, when Duncan Robinson was, uh, was signed, I think you know this story, right? Uh, well, no, but I love, I,
0: love, I love your thinking there. I don't know the story, but I love your thinking there because, yeah, it's, it's way more about volume. So, keep going. Keep going.
1: Anyway, when Duncan – yeah, you, you, you know. Like, when Duncan Robinson was um, – got signed by Miami, he got sent to the G League until he could get off 12 frees per game. And Spolster's like, I'm not bringing you up until you can get off 12-3. And I was like, what? I've never done that, (laughs) right? Like, let alone at this level. And Spolster's like, you're no use to me being a 45% shooter on two or three attempts per game, right? So go get them off. What a great assignment, right? So once he could get – so that's when he – yeah. So that's when he become one of the best off-the-move shooters, not just a spot-up shooter, but off of Zooms and Gets and DHOs and all this stuff. And that's when he developed that game. So – let me go into the savvy shooting system just super quick. I'll pause after each letter. Well, real, real four quick four though. Reasons.
0: Real quick. Yeah. You, you got to explain why the twelve is hard because I don't think it's just like I, I don't shoot that much. But you actually have to work really hard to get to dangerous positions to be. But then, but then, yeah, not just taking the shots. The war of your mind will come in a lot there because let's say you miss two or three. Most players will say, today's not my day. I'm going to cool down. I'm going to do something different. Getting to 12 isn't just getting open for 12. It's pushing through the negative moments.
1: So good. That's it. That's it. And I'm glad you dug into that. I I, I, I will. I'm taking notes right now. Um, because that's just so bang on. And sometimes I think we overlook that as coaches or trainers. It's like, we said, do it, just do it. But like that, it is a battle. I mean, shoot, even, uh, in any coaches listening to is still play pickup, like you change your game. If you've missed two shots in a row, That's right. right? And driving today, so to I'm backing them down yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a post up real yes. quick. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a great point.
0: All right, go to set. Right, so how
1: do we train? All right, Savvy, S. So here it is. It's first. S stands for speed. Most coaches, players focus on accuracy first, slow and close to the hoop. I disagree. I think the first thing, like if if we're talking about a shooter's journey, we're starting them young, we're starting them early, whatever. I only want them to go get their shot off fast. Fast, 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 fast. So where does speed come from? Every good coach listening knows it comes from your feet. It comes from your shot prep and the speed of your feet. It really has very little to do with your upper body. But right. most coaches start teaching shooting with upper body focus. Forget upper body focus. I don't care. They're little and weak, and their shot's going to change anyway if they ever become good. But what's not going to change is speed. So speed comes from, yeah, fast footwork, which we teach shooting from the ground up. But speed also comes with just an intent to, like, Get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball, because speed creates power as well, right? Here's the third place speed comes from, and you hit it, is movement, movement, right? Like, you to be able to get shots off, you have to be able to shoot off of movement. That's a speed thing. That's where I would always start players. So from there, get 12 shots off, go over 12. You know, especially in youth basketball, but we should focus on speed, 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 and not even care about makes um, early on. Uh, give me your feedback on that. Tear it apart.
0: Well, not going to tear it apart at all. I, I, I'm glad you start with that because we do a green, yellow, red shooting game. And it's for 90 shots or four minutes, whatever comes first. And a few years ago, I was getting very frustrated with dudes only shooting 60 shots out of the 90, making a little bit more, but shooting at a slower pace. And in their mind, it was, well, if I slow down and I focus and I'm comfortable, I'll make more. So what I started to do is I outlawed. I said I don't care what your number is; it doesn't count unless you get to 90. So the 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 first because I just need that speed. And once we get to that speed, I tell them the makes will come and we can work from there. So it's always nice when you you and I are right on the same page. But no, that, that's great.
1: <laughs> Green team, uh, no, absolutely. And you know another thing I, I love um, about the The speed piece is you set it comfortable because very few shots in a game are ever comfortable, and by focusing on speed you get transference to actual game makes yep. because you don't get to slow down in the game and hey, could you not actually defend <laughs> right like and so like that's why players they miss shots in games primarily because of speed and pressure that's yep. it, and so every training session needs to have that, so that's the s um and it starts there and that's a whole program so. Then secondarily, once they hit a speed benchmark, and for different ages and stages, there's going to be a different speed benchmark for sure, and it keeps going up, the A does stand for accuracy. And that's when you start to really dig on accuracy without sacrificing speed. Um, Now, of course, we're going to focus on accuracy in close to the basket, and we're going to focus on techniques. And there's 100 techniques, and mine are a little bit more out there. um, But accuracy would be second. That's the most important part of it um, for me. Um any thoughts on the accuracy piece? I don't I don't think we have time to go deep into it.
0: Well, you think we do. I, I had a question for you because I I'm thinking about um maybe younger players, but even walking into the gym, I mean, it, just so that I don't misunderstand cuz like there is an idea of when you walk into the gym, start close, see the ball go through the net, feel that joy of what you're doing again you know, maybe like braces for your, for your shot. You're trying to just make sure everything stays tight. He's like, I have a, I have a guy coming in. That's going to play at SMU uh, played here a for few, a few years. He's coming in this afternoon and he, he's even without realizing it, his shot, his shot has changed a little bit in, over time and not necessarily all positive. So we start close and we start building up and part of that self-talk as well. Uh, would you say that it's be better just, Hey, get out there and start moving and start shooting fast. Or am I, yeah, you know, is it more situational than that?
1: Yeah, the micro answer is it's more situational than that. Like if I was working with him, we would have, we'd create a specific program for him to address yes. where he was at, at that point in time. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why it's so important like to, to find an expert, right? Uh, but if we're going macro, um, I don't think, I, I don't think someone needs to start a workout far and fast but they need to prioritize.
0: There needs to be a large chunk of it that that's what, so if it's a pie chart, the, that's the small part is remembering what you do and then feeling really good. And now we're gonna push you for the large part. I get that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, and that's accuracy and, and then the V um, is variance. And this is, this is key for training. If you look at the best shooters, at any level, in any gender, in any stage, their 25-foot three-pointer actually does not look exactly like their 15-foot pull-up. Their off-the-catch stationary three does not look, I mean, there's similarities, but it does not look like their off-the-dribble pull-up yeah. from three. Their off-the-move shot looks different. So there's variance, and hardly ever in a game Will you get two shots in a row from the same spot without movement in between? And very rarely in a game will you get two shots in a row from the same spot. And very rarely in the game will you get the same type of shot. And yet that's how we practice. Mm. And so that's, I think, a huge challenge for transfer. And so I believe one must practice variable shots, know that shots are different, and have a plan. And that's gonna get into our last letter have a plan of what shot you're gonna prioritize to really lock into. Uh, knowing that not all shots are created equal, right? And then also switch between them constantly in your training. And I would rarely, rarely, there's a small portion, but rarely have players shoot 10 shots in a row from the same spot, same type without moving. But that's how we shoot, especially in team practices. Yeah. Um, and that's when they are like, well, why aren't we making shots in game? So you don't have the same variance, um, that you do in games, where you have to go play defense, or run up and down the floor, or hear a play call, or think about a box out, or whatever.
0: Yeah, more games. Can I do the v? Any, yeah. Any, any
1: feedback on that one. Oh, sorry, go oh ahead.
0: just just more games that yeah, from from shot to shot, or at least after a few that like um, what am I thinking? Uh, Thirty-seven point drill, where you catch, shoot a three, catch, rip to your right, catch, up to your left, go to the next spot, shoot a three. Yeah. So that what that does that that, that stops there. It's just like training. You don't want your brain to start being able to map it out and get comfortable. You gotta keep it guessing. And so I I definitely see that. That's great, man.
1: Yeah. Well let me give let me give coaches this one and we could spend a whole podcast on this. And I consult with coaches to help them map this out for their offense. It's called action-based shooting. Or it falls under this action-based development great chess players are able to chunk similar chess situations to make quick decisions because they've seen those similar situations so many times that they don't have to dive into each thing but if you throw a situation out to a great chess player that doesn't actually happen in a chess game they're not going to be able to remember where the pieces are and so it's the same thing for shooters most shooters get shots out of game-like actions and most players will get shots out of similar actions the majority of their shots Now, actions can be like a floppy, a zoom, get chin, Miami horns, whatever action, or actions can be off transition, get, you know, action or drive and kick action, whatever happens, like your offense is probably different than a Princeton offense, right? And so we should shoot out of actions. So if, if, if I'm a primary, if I'm a primary ball handler, I'm coming off high ball screens the majority of the time then I need to see those same reads on the tag defender over and over and over again so I can make the decision quicker and quicker and quicker. Yeah. And I got to make those shots out of that action. So all shooting should be out of actions. And then you don't have to spend as much time on your offense. Do two and three player actions with multiple balls, getting shots out of the actions. And that takes care of the variance.
0: And what you could argue is because you're like, we, we do we do pride ourselves in 45 minutes of shooting a day. But if that 45 minutes of shooting are are literally actions, feelings, places that we don't replicate in games. I'm not saying it's a waste of time, but it's not as impactful as if we get 45 minutes of shooting every day at least. And they're out of, you know, pushes and pulls because we do very much. Uh, it's everything comes from the paint and it goes out. So a lot of catch three. So some games I, I see it uh, catch threes, as a, but different movements. And I, I think, I think there's a lot of gold there to how it will, uh change or reframe your skill work with your players absolutely
1: absolutely so the last one we don't have to go deep into it's just index index so an index is measurement which is measuring everything like just doing 45 minutes of shooting without the measurement the scoring on all your shooting tests a shooting ladder for all your players um without indexing you're missing out on margins Mm -hmm. margins of improvement. Because when someone's coming down to the last 10 seconds of a shooting session, if there's no measurement, there's no focus. Right. But if they're at 36 and their all-time record's 37, it increases focus, it increases pressure, it increases speed, all things that lead to better performance. If you aren't indexing everything, you're missing the mark on shooting, individually or as a team.
0: Right on the money. I would also I'd add for you're coaches really that out. I'd ask for I'd add for I <laughs> There is something about talking about shooting that I'm, I'm sorry for me. It's more exciting than talking about defense, but um, that some coaches that are cringing right now, but. Uh, That's because you're a bucket. That's why. <laughs> Four and a half points a game, three years in college, but um, three. Uh, uh, shot selection. When you, when you're charting things, a role identification, when you're charting things and you have players constantly in games they're familiar with and, and, in in numbers or ranges that they know what is high efficiency and what is low efficiency. When you're in a group and you start to, okay, we're, we're coming and we just did Ray Allen, how many ladders? Who got more than two? Who got more than three? And hands start to drop. And those people start to look around and see, he's always at four. He's always at four. It, what it does is it makes the conversations that you have to have with your players of, this is why you should shoot. This is why you shouldn't shoot. This is what it makes the, it almost goes away to where they get it. Like uh, that dude's always at 60 or more in green, yellow, red, and I am always at 30. I'm kind of open. He's really open. I'm going to one more. It just helps with that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bang on. Role identification. Just to plug that and stamp it. That's probably the weakest area I observe coaches. Because that's what I do now is I go around and observe coaches and coach and give feedback. Weakest coaching area um, in every coach I observe. Really poor role identification low time spent on communicating it and no shared or common language about roles within your system, offense, or program. Um, Focus on that. Love it.